Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to the following message provided by Renew Church. We pray that this message will be a blessing and encouragement for you. For more information about our church, please visit www.renew.miami. Just like that, we are all back together. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, that's about how I felt about 6.30 this morning. Um, but let's, let's come to life one more time. How's everybody doing today? Thank you. Welcome to Renew Church. If this is your first time, again, this may not be the typical church that you're used to, but we want you to feel at home. If you don't have a church family, a church home, may this be your home. Get connected with us. Give us some information. And uh, man, we would love to help you, minister to you in some different ways, whatever ways that we can. So we are in the middle of a sermon series. It's called Give Up. Called give up, but it's not what you think it means. It's not give up as in like I quit, I give up. Like you might have, you know, told your your boss, you know, when he made you work overtime for the like tenth day in a row. It's not give up like I quit, and it's it's not give up in in a way that uh, I'll just let me be clear with you. It is a a financial series, but it's not a give up in a in a prosperity way. In that if you give up then um, you're going to give, let's say you give $10 up, let's see God's you know, uh, calculation on this, it's automatic that you're going to immediately get $1,000. No, that's, that's called prosperity gospel and we don't preach that here. It's not that when you give up, it's automatic that it's going to come back to you in the same way that you gave it. Sometimes what goes up comes down in a different form. And we're talking about what it means to give up in this series for the next uh, well, this is the second to last week. We'll do it one more week, and um, we're just talking about what that looks like. So, it's based on a verse. It's in Matthew chapter 6. Do we have that verse on the screen? Matthew chapter 6, starting at verse 19, and this is what Jesus says. Do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth, where moth and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moth and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, go ahead, there your heart will be also. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is Jesus' words. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount. And this is what he's saying. He's saying, listen, where your treasure is, whether they are you know, Air Force Ones or uh, 2021s uh, or a big house or a big bank account, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And we are challenging you in this series and in this, this month to consider changing your treasure, moving your treasure, adjusting where you put your focus on and believing God for what he's going to do. You know, I was thinking about it during the worship, and I don't know why it came during the worship, but I was thinking about the difference between, you know, um, obligation and favor. I was thinking about the difference between obligation and favor because I'm not saying anything about an obligation here. I'm not saying anything about the thing that, that you have to do because if you don't do it, um, you know, this is like a heaven and hell issue. I mean, between you and God, if God says you need to do it, you probably ought to do it. But this is less about obligation and it's more about favor. And I, I can't speak for anyone else, but I can speak for myself when I say I've seen the favor of God in my life. When I've trusted him with my finances. When I believed him when it didn't even make sense. And I'm telling you and I'm trying to teach on these principles of what it means to trust God in spite of what the physical, in spite of what, what, what we see in the natural is, as uh, someone shared in the, in the first service. So today we're going to um, we're gonna invite some guests to join me in just a minute. And they're going to share with you some of the blessings that God has given to them. And those blessings aren't all monetary. Some of those blessings are generational, spiritual, mental, some of those different things. But it's this idea that God can bless you in ways that you don't quite see it in a a numerical spreadsheet. Does that make sense? So... I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to invite my friends, those that, that are already planned to come, make your way up here for just a minute, and we're going, to, um, we're going to preach a message together. All right? So, come on. Make your way. Let's give them a round of applause. There you go. Awesome. You got it? You're welcome. Amen. Amen. Do we have uh, microphones? We guys, we're good. We're set. All right. So, these are uh, some of my friends and, and uh, some people that are part of 
Renew Church, and I'm so glad that you guys uh, have taken time to, to do this and to talk about a subject that's kind of, can be a little bit sensitive, um, the topic of money. As I said in the first series, the first message in the series, like, I don't like to touch money as far as like, I'm a cash guy, I mean, not a cash guy, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know, a credit guy and a, a, a you know, I don't, a digital guy, I shouldn't say credit, I don't really like credit either, but I'm, I'm a guy that doesn't like to touch money, you know, because I, it's so dirty, isn't it? Money is dirty. Um, so I don't like to touch money, but I really don't even love to teach on money, but I want something for you that, that God has done for me. And, and it's really, really selfish when I, as a pastor, don't give you the opportunity to experience the same kind of favor that I've experienced in my life. And I'm, again, not talking about the fact that I live in some massive mansion on a hill, because I don't, but I've experienced the favor of God that exceeds and it, it, it goes beyond what you can quantify. And I want you guys to, to hear that, not just from me, but from some of my friends here this morning. So welcome, guys. I'm glad that you're here. Um, we're going to start off with just an introduction for just a moment. Like, tell us who you are and um, how long you've been a part of um, Renew. How did, and how did you hear about Renew? Whatever, whichever way that goes. Okay. I'll go first. Well, good morning, Second Service. How are you guys? There you go. There's the spirit. So my name is Alvaro Sanchez. My wife, uh, Heather, and I, we were looking for a home church uh, just, you know, uh, that season in our life. And we heard about a crazy pastor who talks about finances. So he was starting a church in West Kendall, and uh, it, it just spoke to us. felt like that's where God was calling us. And we've been serving ever since, since inception. And currently, we both serve in RC Kids ministry. Awesome. Awesome. So we are Alan and Arlene Lynch. Um, we have been very blessed to have known the Pound family for many, many, many years. Um, but we were called to Renew. Uh, when Renew started, we uh, were there in the background helping in every way that we could. We were part of another ministry. And the Lord was just really speaking to our heart, to our family. And we decided to make the complete transition last year, January. Awesome. Good morning. So my name is Christina. Um, I've been coming to Renew since it opened um, almost three years ago already. Yep. I was part of another ministry. Um, it had, I was in a season where I wasn't growing anymore. And um, through a former youth pastor, I'd heard about Renew. So I, I came in support, and I felt the tug of God saying, you have to come here. So since then, my, my life has done a complete 360, and I'm very blessed to be this church. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Uh, my name is Greg Mislow, and I was uh, attending Redland Church prior to coming here. And uh, when Trevor decided to launch a new church and spread out the gospel, I committed to following him over. Awesome. 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 So, uh, do you need to take that? Because I see your phone's ringing. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. All right. So, so here's the next question. Um, why do you give to Renew Church? This is obviously a, a, a financial series. It's it's just for this month, and we don't talk about this uh, except for during the month of November. But um, why do, you, why do you give? Help, help me understand this and help these people that are listening today. Why, why do you give to Renew? So I'll go. Ladies <laughs> first. Thank you. Um, I lost my train of thought. So I don't, I'm very intentional with who I give to. Um, I know we have to tithe, and I'm obedient to that. But I don't just give to a church just because, okay, they're Christian and that's that. I truly try and support the ministries that pour into me. So with Renew, that, that growth, that transition that I've gone through, I'm seeing that I'm changing. I'm seeing that I'm growing in the Lord. So I have to keep supporting that because that's how the kingdom is expanded. That's how change happens in the city, in this community, in this world. That's how change happens. Not because, you know, to 
uh, for better lights or a prettier stage or, you know, the dynamics of it, but pouring into a ministry that is pouring into our hearts and, and spreading the gospel to the people. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Who's next? So for Heather and I, first and foremost, obediency. Uh, that's mainly the reason we do it. However, uh, perfect example is what's going to happen today after the service is over. We, we have the pleasure and the honor to see where our tithe goes. Turkey giveaways last week, we had a baptism. And if it wasn't for us giving faithfully, this, this, this church, this community wouldn't exist. You know, it takes money to keep the lights on, keep the AC going. So we're, we're proud members, and, and we see the, the, the pouring of, of the outreach community that this, this church does. And after every service, just seeing uh, people give themselves to Christ, and it's, it's just, it's, for us, it's worth every penny to see everything that goes on in Reno. Amen. Awesome. For, uh, for Arlene and I, we had the blessing of coming to the Lord uh, at the same time together. Uh, we were married, and we had a, an individual that was in our lives that was very, very, um, very, very strong in the Lord, and she discipled both of us um, at the same time. And in part of that discipling, um, she made it a point to really, to really focus in on um, on on the principle of tithing. Now we. Truthfully, I had never heard of that in my life. Uh, we had never really done anything like that, and I had never experienced that. And it was a little strange to to hear that that we should give ten percent of our of our income, um, you know, to our church or or any or to anywhere really. And and so we were we were a little taken aback by that. But but we started to to dig into the word and started to find out what it was that. Um, that God was talking about, and Arlene and I are not the kind of people that just follow, uh, you know, people's advice just because. You know, we have to know the we have to know the why. We ha it has to make sense. It has to. But but the funny part is that it, you know, this doesn't always make sense, you know. And so so we had to we had to see what God's word said about it. And uh, and when we when we did that, it uh, it it was very clear, and it was very clear by the importance that this. This person was was uh, putting on it that it was it was something that was near and dear to, to God's heart because it's a major step of faith and when you can uh, when you can master something like that I think that it really helps you in your in your walk and um, that's why we tithe why we tithe to renew is because I strongly believe that you should you should invest in your local storehouse this is this is where we eat. This is where we eat the word. This is where we we're fed. This is where we commune. Where where we're with our and so like like Alvaro so greatly said is, is, is yes the lights do have to be on and the turkeys have to you know have to be you know uh, uh, we, we have to have these fundraising events so that we can reach out to the communities and 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 none of that stuff is 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 able without the support of of our family so I look over the the crowd today and I see. I see the fruit of seeds that I've planted, and, and, and it's just a blessing to, to our family to see that. And so, you know, we love this community greatly, so, so it's just, it's awesome Amen. and reciprocal. Amen. Amen. Well, like I said earlier, I made a commitment to uh, participate in the launch of new and and part of that was I committed also to my tithing going into this church but also it, it's just not the uh, the giving of the money it's uh, the faithfulness that uh, you know when you tithe God also tells you he does give you something in return and that is the the blessing of receiving and, and what do you receive you get to see um, what happens when the tithes go out in the community and the church uh, is there for support for those people that are in need, whether it's money or just somebody comes in with a broken heart and has nowhere to go. And, you know, they find Jesus. I love Jesus. And 
That's why I am here. And I know that um, that's obedience, you know, listening to God's word and, and the Holy Spirit telling you, you know, that's part of it. It's all his to begin with. You know, he just asked for that, that percentage back so that it can be multi multiplied. So that 10% becomes 1,000%. And, and I see that time and time again faithfully. Awesome, awesome. So uh, here's our, our primary text today. It's Malachi chapter 3. And um, I think uh, we have it on the screen as well, right? Malachi chapter 3 says this. Um, Will a mere mortal uh, rob God, right? This, let, me, let me pull it in my scripture, 3 verse 8. Will a mere mortal rob God, yet you rob me? But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing so that there will not be room enough to store it. Today, we, um, we're, we're kind of emphasizing this. We're talking about this a little bit. But instead of it just being me saying this, for someone that is listening today that has never brought a tithe maybe they you know put you know twenty dollars in the plate or they've given an offering before but they've never truly said i'm going to trust god with the tithe what would you say to them for the person saying i'm, I'm thinking about taking the step of faith to give ten percent of my income to the church what would you say to them um so I understand this fully. I understand the, the fear of it. Uh, when we were younger um, and we decided to, to enter into this covenant, because really that's what it is, with God, um, I was the one that pays the bills, you know, and I still am. But, you know, I'm the numbers person. I, I, I write everything that we owe. And, you know, we were so young. We did not make a lot of money we had a lot of debt, you know? So I'm like, okay, this is what we owe. This is what we make. We're already in the red. And now you're telling me I got to give 10%? Like, what is that? This is just not working. Um, but Alan said, you know, this is what the word says. And we've already made the decision to give our lives over to him. We need to have faith. And we need to test him just like the word said. And so I came to the realization that what I see with my naked eye, right, what I see in the natural is not reality. Hmm. We think it is. But for those who walk with Christ, it is not what you see with the naked eye. It is what is in the spiritual. Amen. That is what matters. And in the spiritual, I had an abundance. Wow. And I never realized it. I didn't realize it until I put my spiritual eyes on. And so I knew at that moment that what God says is true. I knew at that moment that his word does not return void. And I knew at that moment that he is not a man that he would lie. And so I decided to put my faith alone. And we decided as a couple to enter into this with thanksgiving and praise. Amen. Amen. Awesome. I'm not sure if I could beat that, but... <laughs> So, so when we took that leap of faith to trust God, we had to change our mindset. At least I did to throw myself under the bus. This whole time I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to give my 10%. I don't know how I'm going to give my money. And I realized, you know what? It's really God's money. And he's just asking for 10%. You could keep the 90. It's, it's, it's a great return. So, you know, just to share a quick story, testimony. So back in 2019, when we, uh, 100% really committed to tithing. We were slacking before, to be honest. Uh, you know, we just had purchased the house, making all these upgrades, flooring, uh, appliances, the whole nine, you know, the down payment for the house, and we quickly blew through our savings. And this, you know, right around the time, that's, that's when, uh, I believe that was uh, September, October, Christmas was around the corner, and, and you know, talking to Heather and I, you know, we're like, hey, little pillow talk, what do you want to get the kids for, for Christmas? And we both agreed, a play set, you know, we got a healthy yard now, they should enjoy the yard. When I get them a play set, logged into our bank account, there's no savings. So we started 
formulating a plan of how to come up with the money. We, we saw that the one we liked that would be affordable, it's around $1,700. Now, where am I going with this? Where I'm going with this is that I lost my brother in a car accident back in 2006. He used to work for Starbucks, and as an employee of Starbucks, he used to uh, buy uh, stock through Fidelity Investments. Now, we, we cashed out all his stock money to uh, help, you know, help pay for the funeral costs, as we know it gets pricey. However, for some reason, um, Fidelity, they said, hey, you can't zero it, it, but minimum amount you could keep in there is a dollar. Fast forward 2019, to, uh, 13 years later, every month for the last 13 years, there was a dollar. I'll get the statement, look at it, dollar, throw it away. Guess what happened in October? There was $1,700 there. <laughs> the exact amount that we needed to pay for the play set. Wow. So if that's not God working, then I don't know what to tell you. Uh, so that being said, now I'm going to plug in Financial Peace University as I'm the coordinator. If you're sitting in the audience right now and, you say, and you're telling yourself, God, I, I really want to trust you with your 10%. I'm just struggling right now. I, I, I barely pay for fuel. I don't know how I'm going to pay for, for uh, you know, my rent or my, my mortgage next month. Well, come to Financial Peace University where you're going to learn a structured way, how to budget, how to faithfully give the 10% where you're not, when you don't feel like it's really making a dent in your income. And it's going to start January 19th. It's a Wednesday at 7 o'clock, and it's going to lead to, it's nine weeks. It will lead to uh, the week right before spring break. So I hope to see you there, and uh, thank you so much for having us over here. Yeah, so, it, yeah, we can give them a round of applause. You're going to be outside at the next step tent when when it's time for financial peace. I mean, when it, when it's time to, to dismiss, so they can talk to you about financial peace, right? I, I I want to just add to that, like financial peace changed my family's like future when we started it ten years ago and we started living by the principles that they taught. It changed who we are. So it's not just oh you know give but don't figure out how to like manage your money. No no no. It's Trust God with his part, but then learn how to manage your money. And so Alvaro was uh, our, our coordinator. Alvaro and Heather were our coordinators last year, great coordinators and leaders, and, and uh, they are, are leading it again this year. So make sure you see Alvaro at the tent on your way out. All right, thank you. So <laughs> um, God is not so much concerned with the amount of money that you put as much as your heart that you're putting down. He wants to do something within you. He doesn't need the money. He's beyond wealthy. He yeah. doesn't need it. But he needs to know that he can entrust you with anything, not just finances. So he needs to know where your heart is at when you are giving. We can tithe because we're able to financially, and which is a blessing, but where's our heart when we're tithing? Are we putting it because it's easy, because we have the finances? Or are we saying, God, I'm trusting you with this amount? There was a time, and, and God has blessed me with a giving heart, a serving heart, and that's the same gift that the enemy has tried to, you know, attack me with. And there was a time where, you know, I was giving and not to church, but just to people. And people were stealing from me. People took advantage. It wasn't reciprocated. And the enemy, the enemy would try and use that for you to hold back, to take control, and to harden your heart. And God honors our generosity. He honors when we are, are giving with all the purity, you know, possible. Um, so I would say for those of you that have at some point been giving faithfully but were burnt by someone, by a church, um, or just weren't seeing the fruits of it, try it again and put your faith in him. Not the faith in the bank or the people or whomever or your, even your job, because sometimes we just get very comfortable in our, in our jobs, but just put your faith in him, and he's going to stretch it beyond, beyond belief. I'm a teacher. We, we don't make that much, which is fine, and I'm never going to be rich by this world, but I've seen how he's, how he's uh, multiplied everything and provided for every need, Praise not God. just financially, but you know, emotionally, mentally, you know, my purpose. He's provided for every single thing. So trust him with that. Trust him with your life. And not, okay, I want the bigger house. I want, you know, the new car. Trust him and he's going to provide with what you need 
for this time and this season and what he wants to do with you. That's where the tithe comes from. Not because he needs the money, but because he wants to do something more with you and elevate you. Praise God. Well, um, so if for a person considering to take the step of faith to tithe, what would you say to them? Well, I'd say you have to just go out in faith and give it a shot because God's faithful. And I promise you, he's not going to let you down. He, he's always there. I remember going back to the scripture, Malachi, uh, years ago. You know, there's a difference between giving offering and tithing. And those of you who tithe know that. You know, back years ago, uh, I would drop $20 or $100 in the plate. But tithing's the commitment where off the top it comes off. It's just, it's like you needing to put gas in your car or pay the FP&L bill. You, uh, you just, it, you don't even think about it. It just, it's, it's part of the deal. And so God's, in, in my life, God's been faithful. I can't even give you the percentage. And now it's it's not like I, I don't even think where it comes from. It's it's all God's. So it just it comes in and I get my ten percent and God gets ninety percent. I don't know if you can understand that, but that's the reality of my life. And and that happened from being committed and obeying God and being faithful. So that's a testimony, true testimony. And I, and I tell you that I wasn't born into a rich family, although I have the richest God there is, and Father, Papa. But uh, I started a company at 13 years old. So, you know, I can relate to struggles of being a self-employed and an entrepreneur. But um, once you're, you know, in sync with God, you don't have to worry about those things. He, he already knows it all. It's, it's already laid out, the foundation. But you do have to do your part and be obedient. Because I've had, I remember years ago, straying off path and getting all mixed up and have to get reset, get faithful uh, through God's mercy. And so that's all I have to say about I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to wrap up with this, and um, in fact, uh, are you guys good? All hearts clear? I'm, let's give them one more round of applause. You guys can make your way off. Thank you, guys. Greg, Greg said something that just uh, made me think about this verse in Luke chapter 21. Jesus looked up, and he saw the rich putting their gifts into the temple treasury. And he also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins. Truly, he said, this poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of their wealth. But she, out of her poverty, put in all she had to live on. I, I need you to get this. It's not about amounts. It's, it's not about equal giving. It's about equal sacrifice. It's about saying to God, God, no matter what you've entrusted me with, I'm going to give to you uh, in, in the way that these other people are speaking of. And, and uh, the, the scripture talks about just what, if, it's, if it's $10 for my daughter's allowance, then she knows that she's going to give a dollar. Not because dad says you have to, but because she wants the favor of God on her life. And that goes from $10 to $10 billion dollars or whatever it is. Man, we, we don't want something from you as much as we want something for you. And I want you to experience the same thing that this businessman and this city of Miami fire chief and this school teacher and this, these, these business owners all would be able to say the same thing and share the same kind of stories. I want you to be able to, this time next year, be able to stand up and say, look what the Lord has done. Look how God has provided for me.
we, we have this thing that we're doing, and, and today marks the end of it. Um, so some of y'all heard of me talk about it last week. It's the give up card, you have one if you walked in this morning and Usher gave one to you, I think. I'm just going to review it with you one more time. And in just a moment, we'll uh, give you an opportunity to, to uh, participate. Let me say this. If this isn't your local church, you're, you, you shouldn't even listen to this. You should ignore everything I said because this isn't for you. This isn't something that you need to feel an obligation to. But if this is your local church, then I would challenge you to listen up to what this is. So um, based on the scripture, Malachi chapter 3, the scripture that we read, the scripture that we discussed earlier, I'm accepting God's guarantee with the following commitments. I'm reading the back of this. Number one, my promise, I will tithe my income for the next 90 days to this church, the local storehouse, if this is your local church. Number two, I will pray and I will trust God for his blessings in my life to be multiplied so that I will recognize them. I want you to make sure that you see God's blessing. We did this. My wife and I did this last week. We made a commitment. We, we did an increase off of, you know, we tithed, but we decided to tithe. And this is just between us and God. This isn't you. And I'm not, there's no, there's no like condemnation or anything, but you know how you can sometimes kind of manipulate what you give and, you know, justify it in some ways. We were doing a little bit of justification in our own mind uh, for a season. And God kind of put it on our heart. Hey, let's take this step of faith and let's do it. Let's give to the fullness of the tithe. And we've seen three blessings this week that far exceed the 90-day commitment, the 90-day commitment that, that goes uh, into um, what we're going to be giving over and above uh, for the next 90 days. So I want you to pray and I want you to ask God to, to show his blessings. Some of them aren't financial. Some of them are as I've told you about my, the blessing of God in my dad's life, generational, legacy, spiritual, emotional, eternal, all of these things. I want you to see those things. Number three, I will inform my pastor in writing or verbally as God blesses me. I want you to email me. I want you to call me, text me, let's sit down, let's go to coffee. I want to know God's blessing you, and I want to hear about it just like I've heard about from these people individually before you heard about it, because I want you to, to, to experience it and then be able to share that message with others. And number four, I will give through check, text, envelope, online giving, or auto withdrawal in order to ensure an accurate record of my giving over the next 90 days. In other words, basically what we're saying is don't say, oh, pastor, I put cash in. I put cash in. I put cash in. It's got to be documented for the next 90 days. And here's why. God's guarantee says I will throw open the windows of heaven so much with so much blessing that you will not have room for it. And, and then the second part of it is if God does not bless you in a way that you recognize in the next 90 days, your giving during that 90 days will be cheerfully, cheerfully, you know, happily, but also fully, cheerfully refunded to you. Why are we doing this? Because we want something for you more than we want something from you. I want you to be able to fully just say, God, I trust you. It's hard, but I trust you. It's like that, 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 that uh, what's that called? That faith, you know, um, thing where you do where you fall back on somebody. I want you to be able to fully fall back knowing that if you fall back, you're falling back into the arms of God. Amen? Amen? Trustful, that's what the word is I was looking for. That you can trust and fall into the arms of God and believing him for this. I know you've got all kinds of reasons. You could Google it up. You could YouTube it up. You could hear all the reasons why not to do this. I talked about them last week. I gave you all the reasons why last week. Old Testament and law and all those things. And I talked about that. I'm not getting legalistic about this. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But I'm, I'm telling you, what I'm wanting you not, not to miss is the favor of God that I've seen in my life and in my family's life. This isn't a heaven and hell issue. It is a heart issue, and if, if you're not fully surrendered to God, it could be, but God knows your heart. But this is just saying, I want God's blessing on my life in real and tangible ways, and I'm going to trust Him enough that I'm going to take this 90-day challenge, and if not, like, we're not going to publicly, no one's going to know, no one's going to ever know, no one's going to know you filled it out, no one's going to know you got it back, except for, you know, some people on the counting team and myself. Okay? That's my commitment to you. It's not going to be like some kind of a public thing. Oh, everybody, here's the guy. No. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, this church would be closed before it opened. 
That's not the idea. We just want something for, for you more than we want something from you. Would you stand with me this morning? This is our, our time to, to conclude the service, and, and we're going to pray, and we're going to pass a bucket that's not for offering or tithes. It's going to be a bucket so that you can drop your, uh, your five for five card. I have my five for five card here and your God's guarantee card in that bucket. When the song is playing, there's going to be some ushers and they're going to pass a bucket. And if you're ready to drop your five for five for the people you're praying for, and you're ready to drop the, the God's guarantee card, this would be your chance. If you don't do it, no problem. Don't do it. This is between you and God, but this is your chance and that opportunity to do that. Will you pray with me even now? Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for your faithfulness to us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your mercy and your grace. God, thank you for your abundant blessings on my life, on my family's life, on, on, on this church family, God, on Renew Church, God. So we stand here in this building, in this, this, this center for worship, oh God, in this community, God, we're a light to the community, and it's because of your faithfulness to us and the faithfulness of your people. It's the faithfulness of people that give every single week and every single month that, that trust you and believe you for what you say you're going to do. God, for the person that's stepping out in faith, that's falling in faith into your arms, God, I pray that they, you would provide for them in real and tangible ways. I pray that they would be able to know that, God, you are good and that you're going to take care of them, that you're going to help them. God, help us to be the church that helps them. Help us to be your hands and feet. Help us to be your listening ear and, and your voice of reason when they don't hear. God, guide us in this time. We love you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're going to sing a song. Ushers are going to pass a bucket. If you're ready, drop those. Your five for five card and your guarantee card in the, in the bucket as it goes by.
faith message. This is a faith service. This is a time when you're saying to God, God, I'm trusting you with the toughest thing in my life. I haven't paid my rent this month and Christmas is on the, around the corner and it's hard. Fridge is not super full. It's not easy. We acknowledge that. We want to help you. If we can help you in some way, you let us know. Reach out to us. We want to help you. We want to be a blessing to you. We're not... It, I don't know how to describe it, man. I, I want something for you more than I want something from you. I really do. And I just, if I can help you, if we can help you, you let me know. Fill out that connection card, drop it in the box, let us, let our team reach out to you. And uh, just, you know, whatever we can do, we want to be able to be a blessing, minister to you. Would you bow your heads and would you close your eyes with me this morning? If you would just say today, Pastor, I, uh, I need to take this step of faith. I'm committed to the 90 days, and it's hard, and I, 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 don't, I don't know how it's even going to happen, but I'm just asking you to pray for me as I take this step. Would you just lift your hand right where you're at and say, Pastor, pray for me? See your hands. See your hands all over the room. Amen. Praise God. With your heads bowed and continue to keep your eyes closed for just a minute. The first step is always the step to say, okay, God, I'm fully surrendering my life to you. Not just my finances, but my, my Friday nights, my, my entertainment, my, my Netflix watching, my, my, uh, uh, these, these things that I've, I've given to you, God. Uh, I've, I'm going to give them all to you right here and now. Declaring Jesus is Lord and Savior. Now's that opportunity for you to, to say, God, I'm giving it all to you. Maybe there's some sin in your life that you've been holding back on. And God knows it. You know it. Nobody else does, but God does. Today can be the day of salvation for you. Today can be the day of repentance for you. It can be the, the day of turning from, from your way, going your way, to say, I'm fully surrendering and I'm turning and I'm following Jesus. I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No, none go with me. Still, I will follow. I've decided to follow Jesus. If today you're saying, Pastor, I'm, I'm, maybe it's the first time and this is the first time decision or it's the 14th time. It doesn't matter how many times it's been. Today can be the day of new beginnings. It can be the day of renewal. Renew church is based on 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone and the new is here. If today you would say, Pastor, today I want to make this a new beginning. This is a new point in my life. I'm declaring Jesus as Lord and Savior. I'm asking him to come and to be my Lord and Savior. If that's you today, would you just lift your hand with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, nobody looking around, would you just lift your hand right where you're at and say, Pastor, I'm making that declaration. Just lift your hands so we can see it. See your hands. I see your hands over here. Praise God. I see your hands on this side over here. Praise God. Praise God. See your hands. Pray this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. Today, I'm asking Jesus to forgive me, to come into my life and make me brand new. Today, I ask that Jesus would be my Lord and my Savior. From this day forward, I choose to follow you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. amen. Come on, let's give some people a round of applause for what he's doing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of Renew Church. 
thank you for being here for this. God's uh, doing a great work. Again, if this is your first time, we're glad you're here. And I'm praying that God will continue to bless you and take care of you. If you're not ready for that, that big of a commitment on your first Sunday, I know that was just like, a, wow, what, this is what this is about. Just come try us again. Come back next week and the week after that. Come become part of our family. Get involved in a, a, a small group. Take a next step. There's a tent out there. It's called the Next Step Tent. How do you know it's which one it is? Because it's the only tent on the property. So that's the Next Step Tent. So if you made a decision to follow Jesus, if you want to uh, learn about our growth track, if you want to get involved in ministry, if you want to serve in some area, maybe you want to get your kids plugged into youth group or, or kids ministry, whatever the, the case, go to the Next Step Tent right after this service. So glad that you're here. Welcome. Be seated for one more moment as Mikey brings a couple of announcements and then we'll be dismissed. Good morning again. My name is Pastor Mikey. Man, how you guys doing? Amen. Awesome, awesome. Man, just a few announcements before we get on out of here. As Pastor Trevor said, man, if you're new to Torini Church, fill out this Connect card. It helps us get to know you, be able to follow up with you and keep you in the loop of everything that we've got going on here. Um, if you're here for the turkeys, man, welcome. We're happy that you're here. Um, if you'd like to get that turkey, so once you get out, head to the left, and there's going to be a table there, and you're going to fill out a Connect card, and uh, Pastor Ricardo and the team will be there to receive you guys. So again, it's straight to the left if you're here for a turkey. Another thing I want to mention to you guys is tonight was supposed to be Leadership Institute. It's one of the groups that we have here. It's actually postponed tonight. So don't come here later on because nobody will be here, just so you guys know. Another event we have coming up is our night of worship. So if you loved, did you guys love our worship team this morning? Yeah. That's right. November the 28th, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, they're having a night of worship. It'll be here. It'll be at 6.30 p.m. It's going to be awesome. The last one that we did was, was phenomenal. This one's going to be phenomenal again. We have a great worship team, so I encourage you guys to come out and be a part of that. Um, last announcement is, so our... our uh, our youth ministry, Misfit Youth, is selling Christmas ornaments. We're doing it to raise funds so that we can continue to do events and, and take trips with our teenagers here. And if you're new, if you have a teenager, um, our, our youth ministry meets up every Friday at 6.30 p.m. here. We're not going to be meeting up this next Friday because of Thanksgiving, but after that, we'll be back here. And so we're raising funds. If you want to buy a Christmas ornament, they're there out there in the front over the hangover. Lastly, if you'd like to give to Renew Church, I just want to let you know that there's a few ways that you can do that. The first way to do that is in person via the envelope in the seat pocket in front of you. You can drop it off in one of the buckets on your way out. The second way to do that is to do it online by visiting renew.miami forward slash giving. And the third and final way to do that is to do it via text by texting give to 786-565-1165. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you. Thank you for this day. God, thank you for just who you are. Pray that you would bless this offering this morning, God. Continue to use it for your purposes, God. And I pray that you would bless us, God, as we worship you in this way, God. You know what we need. You know the miracles that need to be done in this room and, and in the lives of these, your people, God. Um, God, we trust you. We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. See you next Sunday. Peace.